to celebrating our food and telling stories of it. I am Sophie, your host and producer, and this is Our Food Stories, the podcast for us and by us. Episode 18. When you think of African food in general, do you think of people living with food allergies and intolerances? I remember when I started noticing my intolerance to beans, I was in denial because I really loved and still do love beans. And I remember thinking to myself that you are an African. This is not supposed to be happening to you. But in reality, a lot of people have a lot of allergies and intolerances that they still have to put into consideration as they feed themselves. Today's special guest, Benjamin, shares with us how he manages his allergies and a cooking technique that has helped him manage to eat certain kinds of foods. I know you will love listening to this one. My name is Musanjifu Benjamin. I'm, I'm happy to be on this podcast and uh, I'm uh, going to share something about uh, a childhood food story and um, I, I think something else I like eating or I like about food. So I, I have very many allergies. When I was young, my parents used to be innovative and everybody around, the aunties, the uncles, when you go to the village, um, everybody knew Benjamin is not going to eat with us, so we have to do this for him. So when I was around six in the village in Chiboga, um, that is in uh, the western end of, of Buganda. Uh, Buganda is in central Uganda. It's, it's uh, one of uh, the regions uh, that make up a country. Uh, so um, then somebody... Um, suggested to to have um, since uh, normal sweet potatoes were not uh, good for me like a boiled ones they decided they uh, they decided that I should try um, eating uh, sweet potatoes but uh, they had kind of been roasted uh, but not the way um, we roast meat uh, because uh, roasting is when you kind of put something on top of the fire but this was under the fire so in the village. We had these uh, normal fireplaces in the kitchen, uh, the African traditional ones. So under the fire, uh, as they were cooking food, they did put the sweet potatoes under before uh, with before they peeled off the cover. Put it under and uh, covered it with the firewood and later they got it out. And I enjoyed it very much. Uh, it, it's something that even didn't need um, anything else. All, all, all I needed was um, tea to eat it and it works for because I, I I don't take bananas or what we call matoke. I, again, the closest I do to taking them is if they are prepared that way. And also, it also applies to cassava. If I'm to take cassava, then I uh, must have um, something to neutralize it. Uh, that means uh, something, a chemical medication, and another thing that reacts to me. I enjoyed it. Uh, these days, I it's, it's hard to make because we don't have these fireplaces. It's different when uh, you roast them on top of a fire. It doesn't taste the same. It also doesn't come out the same. It's sweet. It has, um, the aroma is intact for some reason. I don't know. I, I, I think because the fire keeps it in and it has been under under the fire. And, you know, it comes out with the 
ash on it and and all you have to do is cut the word we use is okuvumbika i don't know the best english word to use because okuvumbika if i'm to it's different from roasting um roasting is kuocha so the other thing i enjoy is i i don't have problems with flesh so i eat a lot of flesh and over time i have learned how to prepare all kinds of flesh chicken um goat's meat pork beef Uh, but then there is this technique i like using i, I also learned it from my father I, i used to live in between my parents so first beat chicken um pork whatever in the flesh first boil it in hot water so i have problems with spices so any kind of seasoning is done during a boiling so the, the, the spices are, are put in water and then boiled along with the flesh and then after boiling then to the fire roasting and i always like um the way it comes out it's always soft and 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 and, and very nice it's sometimes you can't tell if you're eating chicken or if you're eating pork or if you're eating goat's meat if it has if it if it has gone through that process and properly seasoned it's it's very very hard for somebody to tell which um a kind of um flesh they're eating especially if you have cut out uh, cut off the identifying um, um features of of the flesh and properly chopped my allergies have never reduced sometimes i'm used as litmus uh, people make sure i eat fast if i react <laughs> uh, then they won't eat um, anyway that's a joke But anyway, I I always carry anti-allergies with me at all times. Tablets mostly, also magnesium. Um, especially with the restaurants, they they use a lot of spices. I've not eaten matoke in uh, in about four years now. And then uh, late I realized sometimes when I get swellings, everybody else, my brother, my mother, my father, also get these swellings. They just didn't know. It is later when I tell them, you know what? When I eat this, when I eat bread, when I do this, I also get these swellings. So they have also discovered they, that they also have allergies, only that mine are worse. Yeah, they have never gone away. Thank you Benjamin for sharing this story with us. I am sure your story will resonate with listeners who have or who know people who have food allergies and intolerances. Benjamin is a fellow food blogger who writes the blog called Benjamin Watch and also manages the Afro Bloggers community. If you have been enjoying this story so far, let us know by leaving a comment wherever you are listening from. Remember, if you have a delicious food story that you would like to share, you can reach out to me via email at akitcheninuganda@gmail.com or on Instagram at akitcheninuganda. Don't forget to share the podcast with others, to leave a review or a rating, and to comment on your favorite stories wherever you listen. Doing so helps us push these stories to even more listeners. See you in the next episode.